Plenty of action in week nine of the NBL since last Thursday. I think we had eight games finishing on uh, Monday with the Hawks surprisingly beating Melbourne United. So to cast his expert eye over the week nine <laughs> results, we have none other than Body Nodge on the line. G'day, Body. How are you? Well, fellas, I'm coming in with sad, sad news. Oh, yes. This will, yeah, this will unfortunately most likely be my last ever report for the show because... Um, Apparently, I mean, it, it's just happened, but I've got some emails from Nigeria, and uh, I, hey, 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 I'm, I'm serious here. This is this is very sad, uh, but I could be, apparently I could be a prince, and uh, I've just I've just got to actually um, give them all my uh, account details, and yeah, so so guys, I'm sorry, but it's been great. I've loved it. We'll see you on a Netflix oh. series, uh, <laughs> The Prince of Nigeria, Nigeria. I, I never knew uh, Hungarians had much to do with, uh, uh, oh, with yeah. Nigeria. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, they're they're our, our blood brothers. <laughs> so. well, best of luck there, Potty. Hope the coronation yeah, so goes well. <laughs> so from here next week, you know why? Yes. Prince Potty of the Nigerian <laughs> Prince. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's talk about Illawarra beating Melbourne because I think yeah. that uh, now Melbourne is is no longer walking past the fraud squad. They're they're, they're in the lounge seats. They're in there. Yeah, yeah. They've lost five in a row. I saw someone posted a picture of a, a new Melbourne uniform and it's got Melbourne written on their uniform, but they've got five L's in a row for <laughs> the sort of five losses. <laughs> I thought it was a bit clever. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're in trouble. They're just, their chemistry doesn't seem to be right. You know, they're getting beaten by an Illawarra team that was really just focused and had had enough of a break with Michael Frazier coming in and Peyton Seaver coming back. Um, and, of course, they've got Tyler Harvey. So that's three very good imports. That's a, that's a good little group. And then you've got Sam Froling, one of the best Aussie bigs in the league. And then, and then they've got some nice complimentary bits and pieces through other players. And they were just really committed to winning a game of basketball, whereas Melbourne seemed to have, as you might expect, this kind of agenda of, well, we've got to win. We're Melbourne. We've got to win. And, and you know, this this four losses in a row, we can't go to five. And, and now they're five and ten, and they are in trouble. And what I didn't like was that Ray John Tucker, one of their um, imports, the other one who at the start of the season said he was going to be the best import in the league, he's, he's made a couple of baskets late in the game where the result is already apparent. Illawarra's going to win their double figures ahead. And he's flexing and you know, he's carrying on to the Hawks bench. And I'm thinking, mate, you're a knucklehead. What are you doing that for? You know, do that if you're winning. Maybe, I mean, even now I think you're a knucklehead. But, but if you're going to do that stuff, your team is getting flogged. And your finals chances are disappearing with this performance. What are you flexing for? So where, where is that guy's mind in terms of let's get Melbourne United to the finals? I just think they've got some problems. I thought I watched, watched their offense very carefully and they don't get open shots for Chris Goulding. He works his way into an open shot by running around like a <laughs> blue bar fly, but he, he will... They don't they run, don't run double screens or anything to get him open. He has to work so hard. I'm just thinking they got problems. They've got mm. some serious problems, and I'd be cutting I'd be cutting Rage on Tucker to be honest. Body Brisbane started the weekend with a good win against Perth. They were leading late in the game against the Tasmanian Jack Jumpers, but then it was Milton Doyle who who took over and was an absolute superstar for the Tasmanian side. 
I think he's a very underrated import. I've liked everything that he's done in this this season. I've watched him, and he he just had his breakout game. You know, just all right. I'll take it to another level here because yeah, he he was terrific. You know, what's a fourteen point last quarter, thirty three point game, the highest by any player this season. Um, yeah, he he was terrific, but. I've got to give a couple of ticks to, to Brisbane right now because um, when they beat Perth, they, they were still down Aaron Baines and Tyler Harrison. And then they lost Tanner Krebs during that game when he was playing maybe one of the best games I've seen him play. Um, and he's out for a few weeks with, with an ankle injury. So to sort of front up again against Tasmania and give them a, give them a, a, a genuine fight was, was a pretty good performance. I'm, I'm sort of, uh, they're edging towards the door, mm. you know, to get out. <laughs> the fraud squad. Yeah, yeah. That was very positive signs. If I'm a Brisbane fan right now, I wouldn't take the loss to Tasmania too hard because that, that win over Perth, again, with a couple of your main players not available, that, and Perth, again, another club like Melbourne United with their backs to the wall coming in thinking we, we have to win this game. Um, yeah, uh, I think a lot of these clubs that have high expectations of themselves are putting extraordinary pressure on themselves and that's not helping their cause at all. Uh, body, where as I mentioned, it's week and nine of eighteen. Last weekend, have we got a, halfway through. We got a standout team, or do you see it as an even competition this year? For me, that the, there are two standout teams, obviously, and that's Sydney and New Zealand, and they play they play this week first okay. versus second. So that should be an absolute cracker of a game. But I think those two have set themselves apart from the rest of the pack. Yeah, they've dropped a game here and there unexpectedly. I mean, Sydney's dropped to Cairns and, and to Adelaide, and they probably didn't expect that. And um, just this this uh, round, um, New Zealand dropped to Perth. So they've had a couple of little blemishes, but overall, those two are travelling very confidently. They, the players are playing for each other. You, you can see that they like each other, that they like the atmosphere that's been created by their coaches. And, yeah, those those two have seen themselves apart. Now, next, on that next year, you've got... Cairns, not, not terribly far away, just not quite as consistent as the other two. And you've got Tasmania, Adelaide and South East Melbourne. That's, that's that middle crew um, that are sort of all pushing for the play-in tournament. Uh, I'm, I'm, you wouldn't expect it, but at this point, you know, Perth, Melbourne, Brisbane, Illawarra, they're the four that are out of contention. So they've got, they've got to do a lot of things right to get back into this. Yeah. Body, uh, we've got three games open for the weekend. The one you just spoke about, first up, at half past four, our time, Thursday afternoon, New Zealand, Sydney. All the home teams are favourite for these games so far. New Zealand, 177, Sydney, $2.05, and it's a very, very slender one-and-a-half-point line. Yeah, look, if you're a Kings fan, I'd definitely take that uh, because they've won over there previously. Uh, they won by four points, and they met a couple of weeks ago, and Xavier Cooks um, fouled out, and they came or got injured. One or the other, I can't remember. I know he wasn't, he wasn't a factor after the early in the third quarter, so um, and they still held on and won. So if you're a Sydney fan, I'd go for them. But personally, I expect New Zealand to win that game. OK, South East Melbourne, $1.32. Illawarra are at $3.30, and it's a much bigger line here of 7.5. Yeah, and that's fair enough, because um, <laughs> South East Melbourne got beaten by Illawarra um, a couple of months ago, that was their first and only win until they beat the other Victorian side, Melbourne, on the weekend, or on Monday, I should say. And so South East Melbourne, they played the second time around, flogged them. And I think people, we won't see a flogging this time because Illawarra's taken a major step forward. But you should, Phoenix should win. And on Friday evening, we have Adelaide at home, $1.62. Perth are making the trip across 
and they're at two dollars thirty three and a half point line. Gee, that is that's the toughest one of the three to call, I reckon, um, because both of them have won in the other team's venue. Adelaide's won in Perth, Perth won in Adelaide previously, so that the venue doesn't make any difference. Like there's no home court advantage between these two teams, so you've got to say who's who's travelling a little bit better at this time. And I, I think maybe Perth coming off a win over in New Zealand is just looking a little bit better than Adelaide coming off a loss to Sydney. So I'm just going to favour Perth narrowly, but there's not much in that. And, Body, I'm just uh, noticing here before you go, uh, Abuja is the capital of Nigeria and it's sunny and 36. So um, can, you just, uh, can you just take a screenshot of the palace <laughs> and send it to me, please? I was going to say, Andrew, Body could be the Meghan Markle of the uh, Nigerian <laughs> royal family. <laughs> So don't take your don't take your overcoat, body. It's thirty six and hot, mate. Right. Well, I'm saying this. I'm not here next week. You know where I am. Fingers crossed. We're chatting to you next week, body. Thanks for okay. that. See you, mate. Cheers. Bye.